Hello, friend. Welcome to the podcast or welcome back if you have been a longtime listener. My name is Sarah. I am your host and we are shaking things up here on the show today. We're going to do something that I've never done on the podcast, which is a Q&A. You're going to meet or you're going to hear uh, Greer, uh, Greer Wallen as well. You'll get to meet her and she's going to be coming on the podcast more frequently. Um, Greer, I call her my right-hand woman. She's been working with me on a multitude of projects within the business since last fall, including my book. And oh, she's going to be starting coming on the podcast, helping me with Q&As like this, along with chatting about various topics and having more of a conversation style of show as opposed to just me sitting here talking by myself to a microphone. I just find that more enjoyable. So what we're going to do today is we're going to do a Q&A. Greer went and found some of the most common and uh, most asked questions inside the Alliance Sisterhood. So the Alliance Sisterhood is a program that I run. It is an alignment and manifestation container for a woman to come on a journey of self-discovery, heal her nervous system, recognize the limiting beliefs that are holding her back from stepping forward into that next version of herself, whatever that is. And we have various different calls and things that go on within our community. And so we pulled three of the most prominent questions and Greer is going to ask those questions to me and I am going to give you the answers to them. We talk a lot about bringing yourself out of funky moods and funky states. Um, we talk about, you know, what do you do if you don't have time for yourself, you don't have time for your growth um, and there's just no pockets that you seemingly see within your day for that uh, self-care or self-focused work. And then we also talk about, you know, what do you do when you're in that space of not having a vision for your future or wanting something different for your future than what you have now, and you don't know what that looks like. So we're going into a variety of different places uh, within this conversation. So enjoy. You are listening to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. My name is Sarah Fennell, your host, fellow sister seeker, and author of Follow the Joy, the book on aligned manifestation. This show is your spot for spiritual and personal development. It's your soft landing into a place for you to embody your truth and reclaim your sovereign power. I've been a coach for more than a decade, helping thousands of people transform their lives. And I'll be sharing the most effective and profound tools to help you step into the most abundant, joyful, and fulfilled version of yourself. I'm so glad we found each other here today. My promise to you is that this show will support you to live from a fully embodied and aligned space so that you can reach your goals, share your gifts with the world, and step into a life that is truly your own. Take my hand, dear sister, and let's jump in. Okay, we are going to dive right in with our Q&A. I have Greer here with me. Hello, darling. Hello. Hello. Greer is like my right-hand woman. She's been with me for almost a year through so many different things, through writing my book and helping me with launches. She's part of the sisterhood, and she's going to help us do a rapid-fire Q&A here. So, Greer, what is our first question? So your first question is, how do I salvage a bad day? What how? do I do on the days when I'm just not feeling all that spiritual or compassionate or grateful? Mm hmm. I think it's important to know that these days are normal. Um, I feel like our emotional language in society is so narrow. I feel good. I feel bad. And so if I feel bad, then I don't feel good. And so 
I know for myself, whenever I'm having an off day or there's something that derails my day, the one thing that helps me the most is just to have compassion for myself that it's okay to have an off day and it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to be derailed because the moment we try to fight it or think that we need to like fix this or this needs to go away or my whole day is ruined, we add that resistance to it, which hurts even more. And so that's the first thing I would say is just acceptance and knowing that you're not alone. And, you know, it's okay if we see the highlight reel of everybody on Instagram, but everybody has a bad day. Everybody. Uh, the second thing I would say is to use your energy positively. As someone myself who, you know, has bipolar, who is prone to more of the depressive episodes, who has a lot of bad days herself, I know that when I'm in that space and the energy is so low, it can be so easy to want to throw in the towel. Oh, I'm just going to throw Netflix on and do nothing today. Or I'm going to go back to bed and do nothing today. Or, you know, do the things that we know are not going to help us, but they feel like they're just so easy to do. And I have found that when we use our energy positively, we might not feel better right away, but at least we feel like we are doing something in order to assist in the situation. So whether that is, I'm gonna go for a walk or I'm gonna put on some happy, uplifting music, not music that brings me down further and uh, instills how I was feeling anyways. Uh, so putting on some uplifting music, maybe dancing, moving the body is so great when we're feeling in those lower states. Um, maybe it's calling a friend, maybe it's going out shopping or going for a hike in the woods, like something that you feel is I'm going to positively do this for myself, even if I don't feel like it. And I'm not doing it because I think it's going to fix my problem, but because I would rather know that I'm doing that to assist the problem than go back to bed and hide underneath the covers. I feel like when we have those moments where we willingly want to help ourselves, just that pride alone in ourselves makes us feel better as opposed to feeling like we throw in the towel. So use your energy positively and just be in acceptance that I'm having a bad day and that everybody has a bad day. And that we don't need to feel better right away as well. I think that's a really good point. There's, um, if we understand emotional frequency, and I know a lot of people have seen an emotional frequency scale, it's measured in hertz, um, that frequency. And let's say we're in apathy, which is a very low frequency. We can't expect to go from apathy to joy like that. It doesn't happen. And so how do we get ourselves to neutrality? That's the place I'm always trying to get to. How do I get myself just feeling a little bit better? just a little bit better. And if we can do that, then we feel like we have that positive momentum out of our funk or the state we're in or our quote unquote bad day. Awesome. I love that. Thank you. So the next question is, what do I do if I don't have time for myself or my growth? And I know I've heard this question a lot in the sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Yes. No time for myself. Um, this can come from various different aspects. You know, we have people in the sisterhood who um, have a very high demanding job, no kids, but a very high demanding job where they're up very early, long hours, work comes home with them and they feel they don't have time there. We have women in the sisterhood who run businesses with children. We know that that, 
you know, takes up our priority. And so I don't believe it's the, the, the exact situation that matters, but just someone who's thinking, I don't have any time for my growth. And I believe we've all been in these situations, you know, Greer and myself, I can say there's, there's times where I feel like, ah, like I just don't have any time. And especially on the weeks when we have the kids and there are those extra priorities that are added on, I do feel a crunch in my time. So I get this. The first thing I would do is look at any areas where there is time being wasted. If there is, this could be Netflix, TV, watching movies. This could be social media, um, anywhere where we are just wasting time basically we're biding time and a lot of the times we do these activities to feel a relief from our situation you know i'm just gonna like lay down and watch an hour of tv or i'm gonna sit here and scroll on instagram for 20 minutes and while it feels like we're resting and we're taking time those activities are actually very draining for us energetically they're not adding to our cup they're taking from it so number one is look at where can you find 10 minutes where can you find 10 minutes in your day to do something positively for yourself uh, for your growth whether that's a meditation whether that's a grounding practice whether that's breath work whether that's going for a walk whether that's reading 10 20 pages um, listening to a podcast or something like that whatever you feel like you're not having time for where can you find 10 minutes for that that's the first thing i would say the other thing is looking at we call it net time so um, no extra time so are you driving somewhere and you can listen to a podcast or an audiobook focusing on your growth? Are you out on a walk and you can add those things in? Are you on your lunch break at work and you can add those things in? So looking at where the time is already being spent in your day, maybe you're cooking and you can listen to something or intake something. Where can you double up on what you're already doing by just adding in your personal growth work with that? So that's what I would do. Look at where you're wasting time and then look at where you can not even create more time for yourself, but where can I add on to what I'm already currently doing just to be in taking um, some growth focused content that I feel like I'm missing out on. Mm -hmm. And I think perhaps this question maybe comes from the misconception that you need to have a ton of time in order to do this growth work. And you really don't, as you said, we're looking for, you know, five to 10 minutes a day just to do something small. So I love what you said about that. Thank you for that addition. And I, I believe too, I mean, we don't need to have an hour long routine focused on our growth work, you know, right? Like if you have that time, awesome. If that's how you want to spend it, but it's those small minuscule pockets of time. We make time for the things that we're making a priority. And a lot of times when we feel like we don't have time, it's because we're not doing the things that we feel are valuable to us. So that's why I said looking at like where we're wasting time. And if someone's really new to growth and spirituality, maybe they don't know the benefits and the relief and the reprieve that a breathwork practice can do. And so it's playing around with the different tools so that you know, okay, I have 10 minutes here. I know a breathwork practice will ground me, put me in my body and make me feel connected again and with a clear mind to go back out into my, my business or my career or with my family. So just looking for those small pockets of time to know what tools you can lean on at certain times. Awesome. So the next question is, how do I plan my future when I don't know what I want to do? Mm, that's a big question. 
right? Yes. Um, I'm going to say something very simple and then we can break it down. Follow the joy. There have been many times in my life where I don't know what that next direction is. Um, knowing maybe I want to make a pivot in business, don't know what that is. Being in a career, being unsatisfied, knowing that's not the direction I want to keep going, but don't know where to go. And so when we're in those moments where we can't see a vision or we don't know where to go, sometimes we get this like, and I, I'm speaking for myself, we get this anxiousness where we feel like we need to do something in order to fix the problem that, we, that we, we're not enjoying. And sometimes being in the nothingness, as hard as that can be, will you will find your answers there. Doing the activities that bring you joy, finding the things that you like, the things that bring up your energy, the things that make you feel connected, the things that give you meaning and purpose, playing around with that and allowing yourself to have that container for play, I have seen for myself always open up that next direction. And as a very specific example, in 2021, not knowing where my business was going, I kind of just like, you know, took my hands off the wheel and it's like, Jesus, take the wheel and help me here. And I committed that year to following my joy and doing the things that brought happiness and playing again, like playing as a child. I was puzzling a lot. Um, I was going up flying a kite and just the things that sometimes we as adults think that we don't have time for or they're not for us anymore because we are an adult. Play and space allow your mind to open up for the new possibilities. And when we maybe don't like a situation we're in, let's just say it's a career. We don't like our career. It's most likely because we feel like we, we're not getting the meaning or the value out of it that we had anticipated with that. And so if we know we want a career with meaning and purpose, well, then the meaning and purpose needs to be found before the career is found. And so that meaning and purpose can be found in a space where we just allow ourselves to play without expectations, without... Um, putting specific goals on things or like needing to have the answer right away. And as vague of an answer that is, and as hard as it can be to be in that space, it's, it's where the clarity comes from and trying new things. Absolutely. I think potentially when we even seek to plan our future, it's because we feel that we need to have this control and we need to you know, get away from uncertainty and really just, as you said, like that uncertainty is where you will find exactly what it is that is right for you. Yes. And also if you look at societal conditioning, um, most of us are conditioned to have our lives figured out by the time we're 25 and then we're just in that life for the rest of our lives. And I have come to see time and time again on my own journey that it's okay to start over whenever you want. It's okay to make a pivot. It's okay to do 10 different things, even from a career perspective, or, you know, have, you know, be married multiple different times. It, when we're in that construct of like, this is society and this is a, the, you know, the quote unquote good life, or this is what my parents expect of me, then we will feel trapped. And so when we're at a place where we don't know where our life wants to go, or we want to make a big shift and we don't know what that is, it's okay to be in that space and you don't need to fix it so that you feel like, oh, okay, like I'm back in the box again and I'm accepted by society and I'm doing the things that I know I'm quote unquote supposed to do. And, and this is where growth work comes in to break yourself out of 
your conditioning, to break yourself out of your patterns, to allow yourself to think for yourself and to know what your own truth is. And that comes from a, a growth and discovery phase. Another thing that could be valuable is, you know, joining a, a growth or transformation type of program where you're going to go through some self-discovery, where you're going to be um, connected with a community who's also going through what you're going through and giving you tools in order to help you along that journey. Because um, I know for myself, the more that I have allowed community and support, um, the easier it is for those transitionary periods. Yeah, those are great Ooh. questions. Thank you for your excellent answers. Yes, wonderful. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. We will see you next time on the Fulfillment Project Podcast.